0: The Bloatbusters podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us, as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance, at PodBros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Bloatbusters podcast.
1: Welcome to episode eighty-two of the Blockbusters Podcast. I'm Brian, and I'm Paul, and today we have a very special guest, uh, Miss Janelle Engel. Hello, Janelle.
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: And hopefully, it works. This This is uh, (laughs) yeah. This is our second effort here. We had some. um, Type issues uh
2: yes some technical to, difficulties unfortunately
0: yes. so mm-hmm. we had to this is round
2: two <laughs> yeah. so,
0: all signs point to yes right now so <laughs> far yes. Yes. <laughs> yes if this episode only ends up being 10 minutes long you'll figure out why <laughs> why <are> you gotta it <laughs> yeah uh, so, no, Paul,
1: uh, I guess I'm trying to retrace our steps here. Uh, I think I asked, how did this happen? Or how did this occur? I think it was... Uh,
0: right uh, yes, there. well, as time goes on, we get more and more people just following our account. I imagine most of them... must charges me. Yeah, I, I imagine a lot of them are just kind of... Oops, I accidentally followed. I'm just... I can't be bothered to unfollow. Uh, and uh, this lovely lady did just that and sent a message just saying, like, Hey, what are you guys doing? So I was just like... Okay, we're a film podcast. Want to come on and talk about stuff? And the answer, surprisingly, was yes. So I'm uh, glad you don't
1: have a thorough vetting process. Yes. Well
0: to, well, to be honest, she is a actress model screenwriter three things we are not unfortunately hey speak
1: for yourself i don't know i'm uh yes, yes. i, I know
0: you're stint in underwear model. I'm, I'm an amateur <laughs> all of this but yeah so <laughs> yeah. Uh, good why not have someone on who is vastly more experienced in
1: those fields than yes. we are uh, she's yes much more on the creation side, where we're just on
0: the appreciation side. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the way I got involved in creation is by appreciation, so... There you go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and yeah, so I crazy. think I could technically be called a model, because I did have five calendars of myself <laughs> made over the years. Oh, so so vain, Paul. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you, should,
1: you should really... Um, are those available? Uh, I think you can Google I those.
0: Think, uh, yeah. Several of the images from that are available on Facebook if you, were, if you wanted mm-hmm. to find them. Yeah, The only ones
1: I've seen are oh, these wow. spoofing the, spoofing uh, the classic films. movies. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Which, you know you should look into. They are quite fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that yes. does sound brilliant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was one of those things where it actually started as a joke because yeah. my friends were looking through photos of mm-hmm. all of our friends and they were like, we've got about 13 pictures of Paul. That's enough for a calendar. Mm-hmm. So they made the a calendar. <laughs> And yeah. myself, the guy that made the calendar, and one of our friends were the only people that bought yes. one. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. I would. Oh, wow. is there, are there any available yet? I really want. I may possibly have this? one or two somewhere. I need in one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, if it's I an feel old
2: like these should be on your website. You should definitely be selling these. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I um, mean, just a little teaser there's North by Northwest, a Clockwork Orange scene. There's Mountain. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Mountain, Titanic, one. Yeah, Titanic, that's uh-huh. the one. yeah uh, there, there are no women yeah.
0: featured in need, by the way. It's just uh, so, yeah. you know, right. American beauty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: great episode. So probably enough talking about ourselves. Yes. And <laughs> well, myself, really. Yourself, yes, See, yes. Uh, I was just
0: trying to. Um, yes. You're nah. trying to inject yourself into the situation as usual. Uh, ah, as yes, as the American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, well, why don't we get started and just why don't you tell us. Roughly what it is you do on a day-to-day basis, and and also how you got into it in the first place.
2: Well, my main focus is um acting and being an actress, and most recently though I started to develop my own comedy shorts and do some writing as well, and sort of work on other productions. And the way I got involved in it is, I mean, acting I've been doing since I was young. I grew up in a fairly small town. There's not a lot to do, <laughs> so you kind of find yeah. your your niche for lack of a better word and I found theater and I I did a whole bunch of plays and I just really fell in love with it and I've sort of you know been back and forth a whole bunch of different careers until I moved to this New York City recently and decided that acting is what I want to do the rest of my life and I've been doing that and then as I've been going on auditions it gets really frustrating because especially as a female there's not a lot of really dynamic roles unfortunately I mean it is changing there's an effort being made to change that but um it was something that was really frustrating to me so i started to write my own stuff and i started to
0: you know get involved
2: in other projects and sort of lend an ear to like how we can make female characters in general just more dynamic and that's been my main focus right now
0: yeah well it, it's definitely something that the century and a bit long medium that is film you just had all of the leading men And Mm -hmm. it really is only recently that leading women have started popping up. So, yes, it is kind of sad that we're still a little thin on the ground with uh, meaty female roles. Yeah, without,
1: um, like, typical or tropey roles um, or just one-dimensional, yeah, characters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, one of my favorite films that uh, I haven't watched in a long time stars fairly cool female lead is Run, Lola, Run. Ah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a Mm -hmm. fantastic film, and uh, definitely all hangs on the shoulders of the lead actress. Is that Frankie? Um, uh, I I I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm not going to say the. (laughs) Again, it's been far too long. (laughs) Um,
1: But have you, um, I don't know, it's kind of an assumption people are making have you seen La La Land? (laughs) Yes, I okay. have. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm like, podcast over. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I've talked to other people and heard like I'm just you know a podcast addict, so I listen to tons of them through the week. But um, I've heard many, many actors and other people say that her some like her audition experience is so authentic uh, as far as like someone just coming in and getting the sandwich orders and like ha- have you experienced anything of that sort or just. Awful
2: auditions. Oh, I I feel like I've had worse experiences, (laughs) like (laughs) to the point where I I, either on their phone or they're not like sometimes I'll I'll get to an audition and like it won't even be anybody involved in the project. I'll be like an assistant, assistant, and then you know they're not even the person that's making the decision, so you're kind of just wasting your time. Um, My worst audition experience actually is when. I went to audition for this. Um, I'm going to leave names out of it, but it was for a commercial
3: <laughs> okay.
2: um, for a major sort of like comedy um Conglomerate, and when I get there, and they didn't tell me anything prior to audition, which is always sort of a red flag, because actors they like to be as prepared as possible. I mean, it is Mm -hmm. it is a job to us, you know. It's like you should give us some sort of heads up about what we're going to do. And they really all they told us is we're just going to get there and we're going to improv. And I was like, okay, great this this will be this will be fun. So I get there, and it's just it's a really tiny room. It's a hot day in the summer. And there's just three guys sitting there, and there's there's the are the, the ingredients to make a peanut butter sandwich in front of me, and I'm okay. like, oh, okay, so I guess I'm you know I guess I'm making a peanut butter sandwich, and, uh-huh. like kind of improvising off of it, like that's not a big deal, and they're like, no, we want you to make a peanut butter sandwich, but we want you to make it as sexy as possible. What? Uh. (laughs) So somewhere there is the most embarrassing footage of me making a peanut butter sandwich on a hot summer day when like the like knife was like sticking to the jar. It was just awful. It was like there's like some really degrading experiences like that that you just go through. And you just, it's like another day, you know?
1: I'm cringing
3: for you. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) That
0: actually sounds remarkably like there was a sketch done by John Cleese and a a few of the other Pythons and stuff. There was a thing called How to Irritate People. It was this VHS that went out (laughs) ages ago. And they had this guy come in for a job interview. And there's this guy performing the interview, and two people at either side. And he just reaches over, starts ringing a bell, just going "Good night." And they're just staring at the guy. And he like gets up and rants at them, and they hold up scorecards, and it's like, "Yeah, oh, oh, great! Uh, did I get the job?" And he said, "No, all the vacancies have been filled weeks ago." Like they're just <laughs> they're just killing time and seeing if they can make people do it. That sounds just like that, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I did a play called "The Sketch of New York," and one of the sketches is um, at the at. They go. They have all these actors audition, and the direct the casting director is just awful to all of them, and just like gives them the most ridiculous like adjustments and kind of puts them through hell. And at the end of it, you know, this one actor comes up and the brilliant performance, and the casting director like um, like applauds them, and they're like, "Oh, did I get the part?" And he's like, "No, I'm casting my niece." <laughs>
3: like it's
2: yeah half and half the time that's Ugh. very true in the industry it's like you're kind of it's like sometimes the auditions are just a formality and like you know you put your heart and soul into like reading for this project or you know you hire a private acting coach and you, you go through all these different processes emotionally too as an actor and half the time it's it's just for nothing <laughs>
1: yeah i mean not just the emotional investment but like Time and money, like gas there. If you're driving, um,
0: just your day shot,
1: like
2: absolutely. I mean headshots too. <laughs> yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I can't. At this point in my life, I don't think I'd ever be able to jump into it. Now, would that be something I wanted to go down? Which is not. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't knocking down your door. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. what. I know that it is an all-or-nothing type thing. You've really got to be 100% invested in it or you're probably not going to get anywhere. So, yeah, I, unfortunately with uh, a mortgage and a baby and <laughs> that stuff, it's not, not the ideal time. <laughs> well, maybe thing. maybe the baby. You maybe, know, can, yes. Uh, yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah, if we start yeah. now, there. she might
1: yeah. get it. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> can be a dance mom now. Uh, no.
2: No? Okay. <laughs> Correct answer. Future yeah. in show business, you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh-huh. sure. Maybe one day down the line she'll that, but, Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. at four and a half months old, not yet. So. Not, okay. You gotta, right. you
2: gotta start them early. Exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so i am you know here. I'll yeah, probably wait until
0: she's crawling before I start <sighs> pushing down moves on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you start working out those dance muscles
1: now on your own, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just counter out
0: in one, two, three. Six. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and she just lies on about like, what? what? What are you doing? Are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and um, as Jamie, says, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, you kind of already answered the question that I wanted to ask. I always find it more interesting. You you hear in interviews and stuff all the time like, oh, what was your best day on set and all that, and it's always like oh, it was a great day, everyone. <laughs> I prefer the Green. flip side of that, <laughs> where like, what has been, obviously we know your worst casting experience, but what's been your worst experience, like your worst day, shall we say, in your professional career? Like, was there a day where just nothing works? Like yeah, every... it could be
1: physically, emotionally, yeah, crawling <laughs> through the snow like Leo, whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, that's hard for me because I, I hate auditioning and I have a lot of really bad auditioning experiences. But once I get the part, I'm 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 all in, like no matter mm-hmm. what the circumstances, like no matter how chaotic it is, because usually, you know, I work on a lot of indie projects. They're, they're generally pretty chaotic yeah. um, and you, you sort of got a good with the flow. But my worst, I guess, um, weather experience is um, I did a music video. And um I was I was playing like a sort of like, you know, kind of like video vixen type character. And for whatever reason, the director really just wanted the scene in like the snow. And that day just happened to be a blizzard. So I'm in like thigh high boots, fishnets and a short dress, and it's a blizzard outside. <laughs> and You know, I'm literally the the shot looks really cool. But all I'm doing is just walking through the snow. And it was just take after take of them like they had the camera on the back of the truck and they were following me of just like walking through the snow. And by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna get a cold after this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's so just, that was a long day. I can imagine after the first couple of sets, it was just trudging. through.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was worth it because the shot came out really cool. So, like, I'm fine with it. And I feel like part of me sort of just, like, I don't know, like, when I'm on camera or when I'm acting, it's, like, I, it just shuts down. Like, my temperature gauge, like, it just it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah,
0: so well, well, that's good, then, I suppose, that like you're able to shut out all the outside like especially in trying situations. Yeah, I'd be a big yeah. baby. <laughs> I'd be like, you guys know how cold it is.
1: You can do it. You get the fishnets on, assholes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have done, right? Yeah,
0: just be yeah. Like, can you just shoot me from the neck up and I'll mm-hmm. just be fully... Like, I'll just yeah. be in a sleeping bag. Hopping along.
2: <laughs> yeah, or can we just do this in post? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah,
0: you can do anything digitally now. Yeah, there just... must be a green screen somewhere. We can just this
2: yeah, Absolutely. we have the budget for that, right?
0: <laughs> of course. All indie projects can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Not necessarily best day, but what's been a project that, that you've been most excited to do, or you had like the most fun overall?
2: Um, I really enjoyed my experience on In- Into the Outbreak. It's a romance yeah. story um, set during the apocalypse, of and yes, um, <laughs> like Shaun yeah, of the, the Dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Um, and it was it's an it's a trilogy actually. So I, I got to be a part of this like huge family that the director Larry Rosen has already created for the Outbreak series. Cool. And my character Mandy was this really just interesting dynamic character where you kind of you were following her her journey of being like this spoiled brat because her what she goes through um in the film is she has a one-night stand and she wakes up with this guy and the apocalypse outside so she's kind of they're stuck they're obviously they're stuck in their home and they're stuck with each other so you kind of watch them fall in love and i've never really had that experience on camera of like a like a this full journey of this character going from you see her as a total, just a total bitch. Like she's, she's really mean to this guy. <laughs> and then, um, and then you sort of fall in love with her toward the end. And that was just a really, a really fun experience. And plus getting to add that extra like dynamic of, um, the, the, the world is ending essentially. And kind of what that would be like, cause I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge science fiction fan so that, throwing that element in, it was just a really fun project to work on. And Larry, it was just, it was such a blast to work with too. And everyone on that team was so much, so much fun. So it was great.
1: Cool. Uh, what, um, which one was that in the series? You said it's a trilogy?
2: Yes. Um. That's the, this is the third one. So this is the, oh, movie, okay. the last the one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was uh, just looking at the uh, yeah IMDB page and I love the tagline. <laughs> actually do you remember the tagline do you know the tagline
2: um i, I don't think i remember off the top of my head <laughs>
1: okay no that's fine love doesn't take a pause for the outbreak huh. oh okay. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah
0: yeah
3: mm-hmm. that's
0: great yeah definitely had to look into that one is that on vod or anything at the moment or is that coming soon do you know
2: um it, it just had its premiere at um a film festival in in new jersey so i believe um it's doing the film festival circuit and then we'll mm-hmm. be getting distribution ah, okay. um sometime soon
0: yeah I'll definitely need to put something out about that when that pops that out. is so
1: in my wheelhouse like i love those <laughs> types of movies and
0: yeah it seems like i'll really enjoy that
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of fun
0: well we you know you've you said you've been dabbling in the the screenwriting side of stuff like what sort of stuff do you like writing?
2: I'm a huge um, science fiction fan so I really I really gravitate towards sort of just the relationship between humans and technology and kind of how it can fuck us up (laughs) sorry can I swear on here? Uh, Absolutely absolutely
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm.
2: And that, I mean, like Black Mirror is is kind of the the main example of, of where my writing lies. Of just like how bad if things got really dynamic and interesting with this technology, how could it completely screw up human society? Like, I love stuff like
0: that. That is <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know what it is, but dystopian futures are always way better than utopian. Better than <laughs> looking into I agree. A world at least for building. entertainment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And we we did a two parter black episode, um, uh, or Black Mirror, I'm sorry, episode yeah. <laughs> with our with a friend of ours. And um, oh my gosh, if when series uh, what, four, I guess, would come out, oh my gosh, if if you would be into talking about it, that maybe we will get the whole gang together. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's <laughs> we awesome. love that show. But yeah, <laughs> yeah now, anything. Was I, still- just
0: a little bit of housekeeping here, Brian. Yes, sir. Have you seen the last episode in the recent series yet? Yes, I have. Okay, (laughs)
1: back off. There we go.
0: (laughs) Listeners will be very happy.
1: (laughs) I had not seen the very last episode. Was it hated in the nation? Yes, I was. Uh, Um, we we um,
0: had to kind of skirt around some things we were talking about. And I was
1: reprimanded by my (laughs) co-host and our guest
3: (laughs) severely, recording.
1: But yes, that has since been uh, rectified. Rectified, yeah. All right.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) that's good. So have you had anything picked up or, uh, I mean, if you can't talk about it, that's fine, but uh, it's, uh, any luck so far in, on that side of things?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've, I have some things in the works for sure. I can't really talk about anything quite yet, but
0: fine, I'm then. hoping,
2: I'm hoping to start shooting something, um, in in the summer for sure. All right, cool.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of interested to hear a little more about these comedy shorts. What's, uh, going on with those? and can we find those anywhere?
2: Yeah. So right now they are in post. Um, the the first one that I did was, a, um, was based off of a really bad date that I had experienced. <laughs> okay. um, and I, I decided, you know, the best way to deal with this frustration of just dating and just, you know, men frustrating me in general was to turn it into art and turn it into comedy. Plus, you know, it's a great, like, fuck you to the guy, right?
3: <laughs> mm, absolutely.
2: So um, that that was the first thing that um, was a sort of just a comedy short about this bad date that I had experienced, but the sort of ongoing thing is how long I stayed on the date because it's, it's kind of laughable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now wait. Um, I'm hoping now, if you've heard of this story, I'm hoping you're not the woman in this story, but did you... Read about the this um, female observer live tweeting this date from hell. Did you hear anything about that? I, I don't
2: think so. No, I don't don't remember
1: all the deals, but it is amazing if you could look into it. But I mean, she's just live tweeting this first date from hell with this enormous douchebag, and like he at one point slaps chopsticks out of her hand and said you don't eat sushi with chopsticks (laughs) and just uh just you know just the typical worst things the guy could do just only only talking about himself and um (laughs) just reprimanding her at every chance on her behavior that it is yeah um so i sympathize with you ladies
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i feel kind of happy that i I never really ventured into the dating game myself. I, I kind of got incredibly lucky. It's, it's rough out
1: there, Paul. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, actually, I ended up marrying my first ever girlfriend. So. <laughs> there you go, man.
1: That's well done, because yeah. Um, I don't have it as rough as the ladies do. i would freely admit that, but um, yeah.
0: I mean, hey, it's I get great out
2: stories there. out of it. It's great content. There you go.
1: Yeah, yeah that's the thing. As
0: someone trying to Get out there to write it and stuff. But terrible experiences often make the best entertainment, <laughs> Is it because you know, schadenfreude, Why not? Yeah, get something out. Exactly. Of it, right? Exactly. I take it all
2: as inspiration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of inspiration, actually, I I was kind of wondering because, uh, like, looking on your website and your about you and things like that, it, you seem to kind of be all over the place with all sorts of interests and stuff. Like so what? What would you say kind of inspires you the most as you get out there and do things? Like, what what do you really draw your inspiration from?
2: I mean, it's probably a very general answer, but just people in general. I find I meet a lot of. I live in New York City, and I feel like I meet such interesting people with unique stories every single day. And it's it's always. It's always inspiring to hear what someone has experienced or felt, and I I, I try to bring that through in my acting and my, my writing and everything that I do.
0: Cool. Yeah, and I do not live anywhere near anywhere like New York City, so <laughs> I I live in kind of the outskirts, and growing up in England, I lived in a very small town, so I didn't have anything like the, the hustle and bustle of a place like New York, so... Uh, and you were quite a ways from London, too. Like, it's not yes, like you could yeah. just go there on the weekend or something well, for people that have
1: trouble with geography.
0: Right, I mean, I, it takes about it's an a trainer, hour on right? the train. Yeah, if I want uh-huh. to get so I guess there. you could go. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy enough to get there. It's just it's one of those weird things that a lot of people outside of England don't get. It's like, yeah, I could go to London anytime mm-hmm. I want but I don't want to go to London. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's there doesn't mean your
1: personality means that you want to go there. Exactly. There there (laughs) have been times where
0: maybe there was a play or something that we wanted uh to see, or there was something that started shortly before I came over here where there was a monthly Mm -hmm. musical comedy night at this one pub up in London Mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun to go to. But
1: But you have no desire to be uh, in Piccadilly surrounded by... Four thousand people, no. like, you know, like the Times Square equivalent. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no yeah. Not really. The,
0: it's. I mean, the only reason to go there, other than just to do the typical touristy thing, uh-huh. is all of the, the shops that you can think of. Their big shop is somewhere in London, so you'll end up going there. There's a toy store called Hamleys that is literally five stories, and then oh, there's wow. also a basement with an arcade in it if you really want to go there. Mm-hmm. So it. That's the big toy store in, in England, and anyone that hasn't been to London doesn't know it's there. So... <laughs> I wish I'd known about it. Yeah, so wow. Stupid Herods, but... Uh, <laughs> and
1: our, the, thus has ended our London commercial. Have we... Yes, uh, our our London our English tourism contract, have we fulfilled it? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> yes, I the, mean, I'm going. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would highly recommend it, but yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. Me saying I I didn't want to go to London every weekend, <laughs> apparently that's us selling you <laughs> on London. Well, let's uh,
1: steer the... Um, the rail back on uh, on track here. Um, the, yeah, what is it? Yeah, well,
0: the, yeah. Well, why I'm, am I
1: blanking on the London Underground? But
0: yeah, uh, well, the tube.
1: Thank you, Good <laughs> God. The tube is such a hard <laughs> word to come up with. Yes, yeah. Let's get the tube back on track. <laughs>
3: um, I'm really interested to
1: hear more about your sci-fi um, interests. For <laughs> lack of repeating, where did that start? Or kind of what of your are to come. Kind of some of the uh, staples there for you.
2: I mean, I was honestly a huge nerd as a kid. I didn't have a lot of friends. I would take these, like, stacks and stacks of books out of the libraries. So I would I would just read a lot, and I'd also write, watch The Twilight Zone. And I, I never course. really...
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't think I ever really knew what sci-fi was as, like, a genre until I started watching Doctor Who. And that was sort of my first, like... Paul just like, lit up. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Uh, Paul just lit up with glee. But uh, continue, uh, I'm sorry.
0: Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We had to pause here. Who's your favorite doctor?
2: Uh, probably Matt Smith.
0: Fair enough. I, I know a lot of people really like Matt Smith. I know, I know. I'm a big Tennant fan myself, but I do think that uh, Christopher Eccleston doesn't get anywhere near as much praise for his work as he's... He had the very sad job of having to be the first Doctor back after I don't remember how long that series was gone. And he was only around for one season, but he, he still yeah. did really well. <laughs> All right. I mean,
2: Rose is my favourite companion, so I, yeah. it's, it's tough.
0: Yeah, she definitely had the best arc, and Brian is sitting over here just kind of <laughs> rolling his eyes, because he I, doesn't watch Doctor Who. I, yes,
1: I... <laughs> It's great nerd shame I carry with me uh, at all times uh, of the day that so I have never gotten wrapped into. It just seems like such a daunting task at this point. Like it,
0: it is, uh, and I would say if you did start up, I would just start at the revival rather yeah, than then give the sixteenth yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I, I, know Paul and I have gone over. Like I, I watched. I think it was Rose was the companion of the the episodes I've seen. Was she the Bond? She I'm sorry. Okay. Bond, okay. okay. Billy yes. Piper. Yes. okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for my ignorance here. So Nerds, no. please don't yell at me. <laughs> but... that is, if you haven't seen it, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I sent a text to a friend where I did DR, period, who? and and was talking about it she's like just so you know never say that to a doctor yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Who, man, it is d-o-c-t-o-r
2: oh <laughs> yeah that's a major faux pas <laughs> yeah i'm like
0: thank you because <laughs> she was understanding but because yeah, <laughs> the the big and of course the the worst thing even even worse than that is when people call the doctor doctor who's like no. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> just, yeah. You don't do that, that.
2: Now I i just cringed. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. This is like, I'm learning. Yes, I'm learning so yeah. much here. I mean, the the, the <laughs> joke is that, uh, you know, he says he's the doctor, and a fair number of characters throughout the series do say, who? Doctor who. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Because obviously, mm-hmm. most most doctors, it's, I'm Doctor, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. no, he is the doctor. And a uh, I think that was something that Tennant did fantastically, it's every single time someone says Doctor Who, it's like, no, just the Doctor.
2: (laughs) That's so true. Uh,
0: So, Doctor Who.
1: (laughs) What else? What what were your other inspirations I might be familiar with? (laughs) Um, uh,
2: Doctor Who was definitely was sort of what started me down this rabbit hole of Mm -hmm. just, like, space in general.
3: Okay.
2: so then, yeah, and then I got very much into Star Wars and, um, my, I mean, my ultimate, my favorite, um, sci-fi movie ever is Gattaca. Have you seen that?
0: Yes. Um, yes. So there's mm. a, I, I have seen it once when I was 17 and I keep meaning to watch it again because mm. I remember really enjoying that one. I, I also
1: have only seen it once, but I remember really liking it and I feel <laughs> like it's somewhat underrated. Like.
2: I don't it feel really like it
1: is. Enough
2: love. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, like, and then of course the you know the Matrix is is obviously one of my favorite movies too. I'm sure d- everyone picked that up. Right? <laughs> yeah, just the first one. Okay. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Now, come on. Although, I, 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 I think the second and third one are uh, not too bad. The, I mean, they're nowhere near the level of one, <laughs> but they're not as horrible as people make out. I think they were just so no, disappointed. What, <laughs> and what were you about to say there, know right. What were your feelings on it? <laughs>
2: Well, I've been re- I was listening to a podcast recently, actually, uh-huh. and they brought up The Matrix, and they brought up this really interesting, like, fan theory, so I've been, like, mm-hmm. going on all, like, I've been going back to, like, fan theories for The Matrix and, like, researching them, and they're, re- like, some really mind-blowing stuff out there. Like, it's still, it's still sort of a mystery of, you know, a lot of, you know, who was sort of evil in that situation, um, and it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic.
1: Have you... Can we go into the fan theory at all? I'm very interested. Yeah, no, I know it is. <laughs> I love fan yeah. theories. They make films so much more enjoyable after the fact. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: I, I kind of have one that I think the Oracle mm-hmm. is, in fact, the person who's running everything. Oh. And, uh, the, and the other program, like, the architect believes he's running everything, but the Oracle is actually the one that's in charge because she's the one that basically <laughs> he just saunters through everything and even towards the end it's just like, yeah, fine. Go ahead, because she knows she's coming back. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, so what, yeah. What? What was the one that? Uh, or, what's your favorite fan theory then about the Matrix?
2: I mean, I well, the one that I just most recently sort of been diving into is, like I said, I, I've sort of been fascinated with the idea of humans kind of fucking themselves and and just like screwing over the world. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the whole thing with the Matrix is, you know, if you, you can, I kind of look at it as the humans being the real villains, because, I mean, true, like, they did create this, this world, and they, we were, they were essentially slaves, humans were, but at the same time, like, they easily could have created, like, a really messed up, like, alternate world for us to live in, like, they gave us a pretty, a pretty nice world. And I don't think they get enough credit for that. I don't think I don't think the AI's get enough credit. No, no yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, plug me into the yeah, keep me in the the matrix any day of the week. Why would I re- exactly. want to help on a dark, stinky ship uh, when I can be eating steak in uh, yeah, a fancy restaurant all day?
0: All right, yeah. Yes, as uh, as. Cypher? Is it Cypher? Like, basically, so, yeah. he comes to uh, agree. Mm-hmm. With...
1: Yeah, I totally side with him. Yeah. <laughs> Stay yeah. there, man. Ignorance is bliss.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. The, uh, I don't know if you've seen, Brian, the Animatrix. Have you looked at it? I have not. Yeah. There is a two-part bit in the Animatrix where it is the story of humanity creating the first robots to the robot taking over Mm -hmm. and as you watch the story it's it's kind of very telling like they start making robots robots start getting everywhere there there is the first ever murder of a human by a robot but the robot is simply following through the routines that it has been programmed with Mm -hmm. and then it goes to court like did this robot commit murder did it not and then as that's happening the artificial intelligence field is starting Mm -hmm. to grow so it's uh it all comes to a giant head at the at the end with the robots rising up. And it's so well done. And I, I think everyone that enjoys The Matrix should go and watch the Animatrix stuff. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And it does fill in a few holes that you might have once after you finish watching The Matrix. And you're like, so how did that really
2: happen? No, I'll definitely check that out. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think, I believe it was nine short films that they made and mm-hmm. two of them are part one and part two of yeah. that story i mm-hmm. mean we're,
1: we're kind of hinting around to one of my favorite sub sci-fi genres and that is the singularity <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah yeah i mean i love i mean i robot not the greatest oh, but i mishandled, still i think was that mishandled it but mm-hmm. i mean ex machina i think is uh, I love that movie so much. I don't know how It is a but, very good film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for what they were able to do on that budget, I mean, not quite an indie film by, you know, yeah, yeah, conventional terms, but still a pretty tight budget for what they were able to accomplish. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, I just love it. Definitely all a that.
0: film my wife will not watch because she... <laughs> Has a bit of a phobia of robots. Specific- Justifiable, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would really
1: recommend her not watching that. Then yeah, spoilers. Specifically
0: <laughs> that are like, close to human. Like uh, so, Westworld. Okay. She is not watching. She has not watched Westworld, and uh, like without without even going into the robots, just a premise of that, she wasn't really a fan of. So mm. that's why she didn't watch that. But yeah, I I do enjoy that side of. Things mm-hmm. when it comes to science fiction, uh, and also may, maybe also futures that are technically going the way it should be, but still mm-hmm. isn't great. For instance, the fifth element, like, mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic mm-hmm. thing where like, you've got all of that, you've got flying cars, as mm-hmm. uh, Dante and Randall go into in a little short, you've got you know, interstellar trips, you got and Strucker. yet you still have <laughs> all of the. <laughs> The bad elements (laughs) that are still running around. It's it's such a a cool thing to think. Humanity never changes. Much like the fallout said, War never changes. No, humanity never changes. And it's probably going to stay the same until the bombs fall and no more humanity.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Is that one of your... Subgenre interest there, or...?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I I think there's a lot of um, TV shows and movies that, that do that really, really well, um, and I definitely, I do agree that anything that plays with that idea of this universe that very much feels like our own um, is a little bit more fascinating to me, because it's like the not-so-distant future is probably... Yeah, you that's know, a little bit creepier and it, it gives me a little bit more of like that that connection that I, I like in in sci fi. I like to see a reflection of, of human society. And sometimes when there's when it gets a little out there, it's it's a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Well, okay then, so if you had to say to someone who hadn't really got into the genre before, here are two or three films that you have to see. Which ones would you highlight?
2: Oh, that's so hard. Because it would <laughs> No, like it to me it, am, yeah. suggesting movies to somebody is like suggesting like music to somebody. Like you have you, to know. You kinda of have that to know known first,
3: right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You have to you have to like figure out what they're into and then mm-hmm. and then suggest something. I mean
0: Yeah, I mean well if, if you don't know much about a person, you have to kinda of go for a wide net within the genre then. So like, is there any I mean, one thing I would go with is uh, actually equilibrium. I would pick for one because it's sort of sci-fi, mm-hmm. sort of noir. So you have mm-hmm. got two there. I would also pick The Fifth Element that I mentioned before, okay. just just because most mm-hmm. people like Bruce Willis, so they enjoy. And is it Tucker? Chris Tucker, good, yeah, Tucker? Bruce Tucker, is... yeah, the aforementioned, yeah, yeah. During uh, Ruby Rod, there one of mm-hmm. the best characters ever in cinematic history. And the other one, I would probably say. Terminator, actually. Mm-hmm. As, uh, oh, wow, interesting. Sadly, the, the horror side. I, I mean, Ex Machina definitely, if you know someone likes sci-fi, that's when you suggest mm-hmm. that one. But uh, yeah. maybe a bit too in-depth. Uh,
1: yeah, and I would throw Blade Runner in there. Yeah,
0: yeah the original, I could uh, say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, the original theatrical release. I mean, it doesn't matter. Watch whatever version. There's 28. <laughs> yeah. Watch whatever one you want, but they're, they're all That's great. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that one. Then T2 I would go with over T1. But
0: I mean, yeah. I, the reason I say the first one is because it is a sequel. so <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a sequel. Oh, T2 is even cool better, game. man. You get the semi chase and yeah. <laughs> come on. I I will freely admit that the second is better than the first. (laughs) However, without the first, you don't get half the impact for the second. True. Yes.
1: And yes, I'm usually a uh, a big proponent of original films. You know, and I don't like (laughs) sequels as much. But
0: yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I guess, on, do you have any suggestions on top of that list that we, that we just gave there? Or, uh... I mean, I
2: think, I think Gattaca is a really good introduction, depending on the person. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. If you can't really, so a lot of people that I think that aren't into sci-fi, they, they have to, it has to be grounded in something that's very real. And I think Gattaca does that really well. And I mean, I also really loved Inception too. I think that does it really well too. Yeah. Um. Just like like keeping it very grounded in reality, and then I think Alien is absolutely a classic. Oh
1: yes, applauding you yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you pumped about the new one?
2: Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you
1: got I, high hopes, or you think it'll be okay?
2: I'm always skeptical. Yeah, I, we've <laughs> learned like that well to be skeptical.
1: Yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah, especially Prometheus.
1: For uh, yeah, Prometheus kind of took it. Oh, I don't know. i'm there, there are people that like it. We might be talking to one ball. Yeah, I, know. I,
0: I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would just argue there are bits and pieces in that film that were very good and the rest just kind of meh. visually
1: <laughs> stunning no one can deny it, but story wise yes. Of
0: course. <laughs> and well I believe it was the captain who doesn't fully understand his issue run Parallel to a falling object, you're more likely it, to get It alive. was the
1: um yeah the Rickon issue <laughs> if for any Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> if you zig, yeah. you know, you can dodge. But <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to what is it Covenant? Is that this level? Yes. Yeah, yeah yeah, it I think that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that because of my Halo playing days. But
0: <laughs> yeah, are there any old school sci-fi films or even TV shows? You mentioned Twilight Zone. And yes. Doctor Who, but are there any other like really old shows that you've come across later in life and just been wow? So that's where a lot of the things I like have come from.
2: Not so much at the top of my head. Um, I mean, The Twilight Zone would probably be the first thing that that popped in where I'm like kind of re watching now since it's on Net- Netflix and there's a lot of just a lot of influences that come from that show that's that's really really fascinating. Um that would be the only thing that it, I can It think really of does of right
1: now. Uh, stand the test of time. I mean, I, I know Absolutely. people are kind of hesitant, like, on black and white stuff or yeah. just things that have a certain age to them. Yeah. But if you're a sci-fi nerd, if you're just into good TV, like, you're going <laughs> to like it. It's
0: yeah, they, it's they, captivating. They, it's interesting. Uh, the only sad thing is the very first episode, is about a man who, for those of you that don't know, it's about a man who is alone. There's signs of life everywhere, but there is no one so he spends the entire episode trying to find just another human and I'm going to be spoiling it now. It turns out that Mm -hmm. he is in this solitary confinement box because he's testing how long a human can go by themselves because he's going to be going to the moon and he'll be Uh, by himself and They get him out, and he's like, okay, that's fine. And the original draft for that episode, there's a point where he goes and sees a film, and of course he's like, yeah, down in front, and that sort of stuff. And then at the end, when he's being pulled away on the stretcher, back in reality, the ticket that he had in the cinema falls to the ground. And that was the original ending for that episode. And Rod Serling rewrote it because he wanted to make sure the series would get made. And wow. I, I kind of wish they could have filmed both sides of that so you could get the original intent for it. But
2: uh, yeah, the,
0: I mean, the fact that he was willing to say, Okay, I'm going to change this, and then you get the Twilight Zone. That's I, mm. I'm all right with it. I just wish we could see the other take of the
2: work. Well, it makes me wonder how many other things kind of got quote unquote ruined um, because of. They're not wanting to take a risk and, you know, possibly not get made. It's kind of sad.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there are some episodes I'm sure some of the people involved wish now hadn't been made. For instance, the one with George Takei. I don't know if you know about that episode. He's yes, uh, He is uh, a Japanese soldier, a previous Japanese soldier who is uh, up in an attic helping to clean out a house of someone who had just a Massive racist. And it uh, ends with the guy, if I'm remembering correctly, the guy ends up taking an old cyanide pill, and then George K.'s character picks up a sword, yells the word Bonsai, and jumps out the window. Okay. <laughs> oh! very much a sign of the times. You so. said this one was not uh, released? Uh, no, it was released. Oh, okay. it, it was It aired, oh, okay. just saying that... Um, Watching it now. Oh, okay. It's a little, yeah. A little, very, uh, yeah. Mm, but, little on and over, Yeah, so, yeah. so that, I mean, well. it, as you're watching it, you do need to think when it was made. But uh, sure. but even then, most of the episodes are just so well done. So I can appreciate the, the love of that because I have such a huge love of that and show think, myself. Are they still on Netflix uh, or not? I, I think... believe they are. At the very least, they're on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so, in, uh, yeah, you people have no excuse.
1: <laughs> you, you have a way to watch them, and you can run through ten easily a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and I, I kind of think there must be some people that watch Futurama and have no idea what it is they're referring to when they do The Scary Door. Oh, yeah, so many references, oh. yeah, references <laughs> over their head, yeah.
2: yeah what? Oh, is great. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So, okay, what, what are those... Better. One of my favourite the scary doors is when he's uh, he wakes up and he's like oh uh, seeing when I'm winning this must be heaven oh because anyway I always win this must be hell wrong you're on an airplane there's something on the wing of the plane you've got to believe me why should I believe you you're Hitler <laughs> <laughs> He to Eva Braun, said, Eva Braun, help me. And she t- pulls off her face and it's a giant fly head. <laughs> so many episodes. Oh,
1: no. I really want to do a Futurama episode, Paul. Uh, although that would have to be oh, like great. a three or four-parter. Because, it it yeah.
0: would. And I'm actually in the middle of re-watching the entire series. So oh, really? okay. that. Are you going go, oh, to finish off with the four films? I've already passed that. I'm into season four. Five, technically. Oh, okay, so yeah, because it came yeah. back after...
1: Yeah, 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 after the films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's just, I had a, a friend that uh, sadly has passed away since then, but he, I always would argue that The Simpsons was better, and this was before I became, you know, really had watched a few drama too much, and yeah. it's like, no. Like, the more interesting characters, like, it's it's nerdier, it's <laughs> more science and stuff, <laughs> and it's like, you really, really need to embrace it, and... Um, I never got to admit that he is right but Adam you were correct <laughs> yeah, I love some Simpsons but yeah as far as graining shows go uh,
0: yeah happy drama is king yeah I agree I and mean, obviously sci-fi so <laughs> it's always going to be <laughs> on top for us uh, interesting stuff yes. <laughs> Yes, and uh, I'm genuinely not sure how to bring those back now. <laughs> this is far. the point of a, these kind of
1: episodes, though, is yeah. we just go off on tangents and have
0: a good conversation. Yeah, too, so, too far yeah. down the rabbit hole to mm-hmm. have a great segue back. <laughs> well, what would you like to talk about, Chanel? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know or... you laugh. I was actually considering just saying <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, is, is, there, is there anything coming up with you or uh, anything that we didn't cover that you would like us? To talk about a little bit is, is there anything that falls into that realm that you want to mention now
2: um, well right now I'm shooting for the series um, on YouTube Wink um, I'm going to be shooting for a short scene next week and it's really funny I think the entire first season is up on YouTube so go check it out and then check out season 2 um, I believe that'll be coming out in the summer and you'll be able to see me in that and then, um, that's that's really about it. Um, I also, I mean, I I want to plug what I've been watching recently, which is the O A. which
1: Oh is my fantastic. god! <laughs> I, I was just talking about <laughs> the O uh, the A to Paul before we started recording, or before we, you know, when we were just hanging out. Uh, with very very podcast.
0: quickly, have not had the chance to press play on that yet, so don't go too far. No no, you we know, won't we won't. Yeah, we
1: won't. Okay, yeah. Okay. how far are you, Janelle? Um,
2: I finished.
1: Oh, you finished. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> So it's, I it's, cannot, beautifully
2: it's, it's beautifully shot isn't it beautifully acted it's and Britt Sterling just,
1: is so amazing or, wait I'm sorry Britt Marling Marling I'm sorry Sterling yeah. confused yeah. me with the Twilight Zone like, still she's rattling she's around up there <laughs>
3: yeah I
1: kind of combined the two but Um. and then like Jason Isaacs I described to one friend as an evil John Ham. <laughs> 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 he just kind of gives this evil John Ham vibe there. oh <laughs> but yeah but without he's, saying he's too much he's so creepy yeah. he's so good as Happ
3: yeah
2: yeah, well, it's fascinating from from my standpoint because she's acting in it. I think she co-wrote it she and co-wrote she's producing it. We
1: co-created it. it, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she... to me, that's just that's insane. So I have all the respect in the world for her because mm-hmm. I've I've done it with like comedy shorts, and it's it's been a a hectic experience. I can't imagine on the scale that she's doing it for like a such a fantasy sci-fi related show
1: it's just be so well written and so good yeah like that's yeah one of the great lessons of like all the you know a lot of the entertainment podcasts I listen to is that if you aren't getting those parts if you're not finding you know those things you can't expect those people to approach you for something that it just we live in a time where you can create your own content and and hopefully it finds an audience and yeah (laughs) Or at least you you can be proud of something that you did, though. Exactly. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, if you talk to a casting director and you're not creating your own work, they're kind of looking at you like, what are you doing? (laughs) Really, yeah. So it's like it's it's almost an actor's job now to Mm -hmm. step up to the plate and create things, because it's so easy. Well, not easy, but, like, it's easier than it's ever been.
1: It's available, yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a a much better word for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at the very least, you can just, instant for you trying to do screenwriting stuff like that you can perform your own stuff you can do it cheap and put it on youtube and you're putting out the screenwriting side of it not necessarily the production side you can say well it may not look great but i wrote all that (laughs) if it made you (laughs) laugh then there you go (laughs) exactly it really is a great time i i feel a great time to be alive if you're going at all creative because there's so many avenues now and then on the flip side Because there are so many avenues, because there are so many. It's tough to find, yeah. It can Uh can Mm -hmm. be tough to really get into it. Mm -hmm. So I I do hope that
1: you got to find your little nerd niche that's really into the thing you're doing. Yeah, uh, Yeah. but they're out there. That's I mean, there's a million types of nerd, and <laughs> uh, there's all sorts of Venn diagrams where we all overlap, so yeah.
0: there's something for everybody. Yeah, so and the only reason I'm not part of, say, the D&D nerddom is because I've never had any friends that play it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I am
1: short on patience, so that was my excuse. <laughs>
0: oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I can't imagine how much more popular it is now that Stranger Things has come out. I wonder, yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you a, ever a d and D'er?
2: No, no, I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> so not that I didn't have friends that played it, I just didn't have mm. a lot of friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, and I, I kind of want to, at some point, and this is going to sound incredibly stupid, I'm sure, but kind of get a whole bunch of people that have never played D&D before, and it doesn't matter where they are, just get like Skype going, mm-hmm. and just have a group Skype D&D type thing, because I would love to do it, I just don't have the time to... Get all the stuff, pack it up, go to someone's house, find someone nearby that can do it. And all that. I just want to maybe take a couple of hours a week, get get on Skype, and just have a, a fun time doing it. But uh, as far as I know, that doesn't exist yet. So
1: No, yeah, and from what I hear, you need a good... Um, you need some a good dungeon master. Yes, yes, need. exactly.
2: That's the word for it, yeah. yeah
1: I, I didn't want to screw that up and no, <laughs> get no, more I, nerdy. Yeah, I was yeah. like quest wizard, quest I'm like, master. yeah, I didn't want to say some sort of KKK title, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> accidentally. No, <laughs> yes, yeah, that was grand wizard. Thank <laughs> you. But, yeah. Yeah. How yeah. do I know? Paul! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in your free time? All right. Well, um, I I'll look <laughs> up
0: random wizard slash... Dungeon. Exactly. Sometimes you Google <laughs> wizard and you get weird things.
1: Yes, yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I did date someone very briefly that was super into D and D, and her campaign had just ended, and I was excited to try to get it because you know uh, you just do everything that that person's interested in in those initial <laughs> periods, and yeah, never never got around to starting a campaign. So I almost got into D and D briefly, but never right.
0: did. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's I, like I said it is something that I wish that uh, mm-hmm. I could have done but uh, oh, may, maybe when my daughter grows up she can get mm. into D&D and I'll, just, <laughs> uh, I'll just, and that's, just kind of be in the background I hope that person is okay everyone's city <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sorry
2: sounds <laughs> of a <the> city <laughs> no, that's fine
0: you know, I, exactly soundscapes I was going to figure out a way of editing around that but, but now, now I just commented on it I'm sorry Paul I ruined it Wait, yeah. right. well, can just cut this whole bit out <laughs> yeah that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I genuinely can't think of anything. I don't else. Know. I mean, are we okay sh- on time? Or are we no, good on time? Is, okay. okay. I mean, I, I can talk about, about sci-fi minutes. forever and
1: ever. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> so we might have to have you back to just do that.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, we, if we wanted to keep going about sci-fi, we could be here another couple of hours, but uh, mm-hmm. that is not the point of this specific episode. No, so. but we, we, we <laughs> I'm
1: definitely into. Yeah, just having you back so we can nerd out over sci-fi. Oh so.
2: yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds great to me. Yep. All right,
0: Well, we'll
1: have to work
2: that out some other time. Um, All so,
1: right, so let's
0: get to plugging ourselves and plugging. Yeah, that's well, so, our. First and foremost, where can people get a hold of you if they wish to get a hold of
2: you? Um, You can visit me at my website, JanelleEngle.com, and all my social media will be listed there. And you can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash JanelleMegan.
1: (laughs) All righty. And is that M E H How's Megan spell?
2: M-E-G-H-A-N.
1: Okay. All
0: right, there we go. I just know there's
1: a couple of different
0: things. Yeah, that's always the thing. especially now when everyone's got a name that's spelled slightly different but pronounced a way that doesn't seem to make sense to you. and you're like how do you spell that every single time <laughs> um, and so on top of that obviously you know how to get a hold of us but very quickly that twitter Busters. instagram facebook <laughs> Just search Blokebusters, and you can email us, at gmail.com Yes, I still have not changed that, and I'm not going to.
1: And Google some sexy calendar pics of Paul. Yes,
0: well, I mean, I did do a 300 one, so that is our Ooh, it's very, very sexy. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you, Jel, this was so this. much fun
2: this is a blast thank you so much
0: and we will definitely have you back yeah absolutely and we'll be back again at some point soon so I've been Paul I've been Brian and that's been Janelle (laughs) (laughs) bye